You're listening to the Get Peel podcast, a space for life enthusiasts to get inspired, learn through others about fitness, business, relationships, and life itself. I'm your host, Hannah Eden, a fitness entrepreneur that has an obsession with sweating and a burning desire to share and inspire others with the lessons I've learned through fitness. Hey guys, welcome to the Get Build Podcast. I'm Hannah Eden. And I'm Paul Barretta. We're here straight from Orderville in Utah, bringing this podcast to you from this really cool campground that we're staying at. That is right. So we are actually in this tiny little town that's about an hour away from Bryce and an hour away from Zion. And we're here for a couple of weeks, uh, just exploring the whole area, going to see some of the most beautiful and spectacular places in some of the coolest national parks out here. Um, In fact, the last time that we saw each other, we were in the Narrows, in in Zion National Park. That was sick. Crazy, crazy situation, crazy cool conversation as well. We talked about struggle, uh, what struggle meant to us, you know, and what our personal struggles are. So we put ourselves in a very vulnerable space and explained some of the struggles that, well, I think the biggest struggles that we've ever been through in our life and opened up about that. So if you missed that episode, make sure you check it out. Uh, Why don't you give them a little brief idea of what yours is about? We spoke, on my side, we spoke about um, being overweight as a kid and trying to navigate uh, adolescency as an overweight kid. Stuff. We got over it. And uh, myself, we talked about how I think the sense of not belonging and being a minority uh, struck like this ignition of this really dark streak and these demons inside of me that I kind of lost control of. And they are always going to be there for the rest of my life now, I'm sure. But it's just a matter of understanding them and taming them and the struggle that I went through to understand that message. Um, And I guess that led to awareness, which is what we are going to dive into today. That's right. Uh, I think self-awareness is the key topic here that we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Understanding that we are all responsible for for our own lives uh, is a really, really hard concept to understand. And sometimes it takes a really hard lesson to understand that message. Um, But it's key, right? It is. It is. And it's one of the things that I believe that I kind of, not that I struggle with, but I have my fair share of uh, fight to do on that on that topic. You know what I mean? I think that self-awareness can also, before we get deep into our personal mm-hmm. uh, relationship with that idea, yeah. um, like what would you say self-awareness is to okay. someone that may not understand it or wants to hear your take right. on it? So... Uh, First, we're basically surrounded by uh, uncontrollable facts and external facts around us every single day, right? You can't control the way that people react to you or you can't control shit that happens to you. The one thing that we can't control is how we react to it. So I think that awareness and self-awareness has a lot to do with our ability to kind of control your attitude and your response to those external uh stimuli that come from the external world. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think uh, lacking self-awareness is something that you have no idea because you are not aware that you're lacking it, you know? Um, And either it will take someone telling you that you're lacking awareness or a life lesson or life itself showing you that you have got to change and uh, be more aware of your own actions and also of yourself, right? So if we talk about self-awareness as in the journey of fitness and in the journey of... um, Myself, I think that I went through life through my teenagers, especially just having zero self-awareness, just 
charging through life, just doing what I want, not thinking about uh, the repercussions of the actions and the decisions that I would make, uh, where they would end me up. And because of the lack of awareness, got me into some really, really shitty and dark places. Um, but I think that growing up, we all go through that. Right? Yeah. I mean, because it's because it sounds such a sounds like a, such a simple topic to speak about, but it's a topic that really start starts coming about and coming around when you get older. Yeah. When you're actually, you know, navigating life and you start being more conscious of the person you are, the shit that you do, the way yeah. that you make people feel, um, you know, the vibe and the energy that you put out in the world. And growing up, right? Yeah. It is. And along with awareness, I think that there's a whole uh, roster of concepts that we start kind of thinking, reading about and, you know, start doing work on. Yeah. And I think our self-awareness develops with that personal development journey, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people may never be on that, and that's okay. And totally I think fine. that coming from England, having very stoic family, you know, like people are uh, less inclined to, t well, when I grew up, I felt like anyway, that less inclined to talk about like personal development. Whereas um, as I'm getting older, my mom's like, man, it's amazing watching you do this journey. But when we were younger, it was just like, it is what it is, walk it off, kid. You know, like right. you can, it's life. Life, life's gonna do that to you. Rather than diving, diving, diving in deep and seeing if you could venture through life in a different way or try and evolve as a human being and become a better version of yourself, right? And it has um, to do a lot with the era that we live in right now. Mm -hmm. There's so much information available. There's so much content and knowledge available out there that I don't think that our parents or my parents, for this matter, they went through this whole. I'm this kind of person and I want to become another kind of person. Mm -hmm. So I need to work on X, Y, and Z, on self-awareness, on evolving, on self-development, on emotional fortitude, all of that. I, I think that's something new. It may be something new and I also wonder if it's actually something that happens to everyone or some people just go through life not really wondering and they just do their thing and that's perfectly cool for them. You I know? think that that's the norm. Yeah, I do. And I think that I have a serious obsession and I think that's just for me personally, that I've like, man, I can be better because I think I've become so aware of the transformation that I've made already from one stage of my life to another. And I'm so unhappy with the fact that I know I have so much further to go. Yeah. So, and I know it's possible to get there. You know, it's a never ending journey. And there's not yeah. gonna be a finish line, but if I can live my life trying to better myself and be aware of the characteristics that I don't like about myself, I am so aware now at this stage in my life that it is only up to me to make a change yep. on those pieces. You know, to turn, be aware of the strengths, be aware of the weaknesses, turn the weaknesses into strengths, be aware of, you know, my own behavior and how it affects other people. It affects every single thing that we do in this world. And but that comes with age, right? Yeah. It yeah. does, because on your 20s, on my 20s, or maybe on your 20s, we tend to blame everyone else for whatever the fuck's going yeah. wrong. And I was writing some... Never us. <laughs> I was writing some notes the other day and thinking about stages in my life to do with certain things. And I remember this uh, day four in Iceland. And I really hope that maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'll be able to find a video and try and like post it on here or slip it into this. But if anyone has ever known this, I don't know if you have, do or not, but I, three years ago, uh, biked and ran 828.6 miles around the entire ring road that is a one road that goes is route one that surrounds the entire perimeter of Iceland 
Um, I did that to stand up and say a big fuck you to cancer. Uh, fortunately, lost one of my closest friends um, that did not win the battle to stage four colon cancer while being six months pregnant. Um, very, very deep and heavy story. But if you want to check that out, we'll also put that in the show notes. But on day four of the journey, I was uh, putting in about 100 miles a day. Well, that was the goal, right? We didn't actually succeed on the goal. Um, Tall-esque. It really was. And do you think we should go there and what the lesson was that we learned? I think you, just, you just should quickly. just say the lesson, yeah. Okay, so before we went, I had put structure, <clears throat> expectations for myself in every single day. And I pre-planned every day I was going to bike this much, run this much, and go from this point to this point. And I was, in my mind, I had trained hard enough to be able to work for 12 hours, rest for 12 hours. And I had this, like, precise schedule that I was to stick to. Day one, variables. The entire journey around Iceland taught me about life. And day four is a big lesson. But day one was also a big lesson, which is variables happen that are totally out of your control, Mm -hmm. such as weather, the wind, Mm -hmm. the terrain, the traffic, the traffic, the incline of the hills. Like it was just absolutely wild, right? So a lot of factors came into into play. Day one, I was being the stubborn, hard ass that I am. I will fucking make it to that red dot that I have pre-planned, no matter what. We were working into like 2 a.m. on day one, like in the middle of the night. We started at the crack of dawn, like we're going till 2 a.m. It was like in the middle of the night. I'm like, fuck, man. Now I've taken on day one. I'm behind, right? That was that feeling. I'm fucking behind. I didn't accomplish it. Really tough. And then the next day, it's like, all right, I need to have a talk with myself right here, which is rather than being this stubborn person saying I will do whatever it takes to do what I said I was going to do understanding that I needed to complete the entire journey, but I was only looking at that first day and that red dot that was on my screen. But it's like, if you go continue the rest of this journey feeling like you're behind, it's gonna be miserable. You're not gonna get into that sweet spot and be able to go and get find your groove. It's just gonna be a fucking mental fuck the entire way. So change your perspective, right? Hannah, you're gonna work for 12 hours, you're gonna rest for 12 hours. What you can do in that 12 hours is all you've got and you're gonna give it your best every single day, period. But you have to recover. After we dropped the expectations, let go of the number, let go of the maps, you just knew that where we needed to go, I think we were almost able to hit every single uh, marker, close. like close, close to it, yeah. every day. And if we didn't, we would sleep, drive back to the pin, drop us off and go again. Mm-hmm. But day four, between day one and day four, I was a total mind game, right? I kept being really grumpy. I was being really irritable. Everyone around me, it was everyone's fault for why my legs were hurting. It was everyone's fault that they didn't pick me up on time, so I was cold, so then my muscles cramped. It was everyone's fault that I didn't have my salt pills on time. It was everyone's fault that I went wrong. We ended up going 12 miles wrong in the wrong direction. Like, all I wanted to do was blame in these external factors, right, Every, all the time. And then I remember being so tired and having a total breakdown one day, and I lost it a little bit. Day four, I'm going a little crazy, having a, a, a meltdown mentally, and I start recording myself. And I learned so much from myself watching and reading the shit that I wrote and the stuff that I've said during that experience when it was so raw it was I didn't I've never showed anyone I don't know if we'll find it but I've never posted it so it wasn't because I was trying to tell anyone else I just wanted to remember that thought that I had in that moment which was quit blaming others right like Mm -hmm. Stop trying to expect people to show up for you in your life. Like, I kept waiting for them to coach me through my lowest points, for them to celebrate me through my highest highs, for them to always be there to be the ones that were in control of what was going to happen next. When really, like, I was in Iceland because I decided to do that mission. I put that fucking route together. I know exactly where I was supposed to go. It's just as much my fault as it was theirs. Why am I going to blame them and allow myself to do that? I started to go inwards 
I blame them for the fact that I fell off a bike or for losing a bike pump that really had nothing to do with anything that to do with this thing. I was just trying to find a reason to blame someone else for my actions. And I remember having this moment of like, holy shit, it's up to me. It's always been up to me. And when I shifted my attitude, I don't know about them, but for me, the experience became a lot better. For us too. I think that for ev maybe everyone, the experience became a lot better because I was able to ha switch perspectives and become aware of myself and my own actions and my own behavior. And that's something that I really learned and I've held on to and these are really hard lessons to learn and, and I, I hope that people can understand that too. Like, we can all sit here and feel sorry for ourselves and blame everyone else for the lack of success, right? Mm -hmm. For our failures. Right, for, for our failures, for our weaknesses, for shit that goes wrong in our life. Or we can take those low parts or those variables or those ball, like curveballs that life throws you and take it and make it an opportunity to make yourself better and stronger and overcome it independently. Yes, you're going to have the support from others, but ultimately it's up to you, you know? Yeah. And that goes for your fitness journey too. And I think that's where... You know, fitness taught us so much. So much. And it's mostly about being able to see the obstacle mm. and realizing that whatever happens, if you manage to go through it or go around it, on the other side, you're going to become a lot better, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there is this, um, it's interesting because taking this to a professional side, if you would. Sorry for the tractor trailers. That was a loud one. That was a loud one. Um, Every now and then, there are some shifts in technology. There is some shifts in society, in the econo uh, economy, that basically propel one or two companies to a position and sink thousands of others. So, 2008, for instance, whenever the market crashed and a ton of companies sink, they basically sunk. There's always a few companies that manage to see that, holy shit, this is happening, and they pivot and they find a way of becoming better and they basically propel and excel in a way that they haven't ever, ever done before. And the same thing happened to us in a personal life. Whenever you see a challenge, like you said it yourself, um, see the challenge and you think, holy fuck, this is the end. First of all, why did it happen to me? Second, I can't believe that I'm dealing with this. Only shit happens to me. And then it comes to a point where you find a fucking way. I yeah. remember going through that at Pump Fit. I remember going through that at Pump Fit, and I think that we speak about this specific topic, one of the other podcasts, uh, that was a really tough year for us. Uh, it was actually the year that we went to Iceland. When we came back, Pump Fit was wobbly, almost on, a, almost on the ground, mm -hmm. and that was amazing. That changed everything for us, it because was, yeah. ending the, the, the year of 2018, we're able to basically fix a bunch of holes in the business, revamp a ton of our model, uh, come up with new systems, new protocols, train people in a certain way, and the next year we did really well. Yeah. So basically finding the obstacle and understanding that if you do find a way over it, you're gonna be better than the other side. But to that point, I remember also in that moment, it would have been a lot easier, right? To just be like, you know what, fuck Enough. this. I'm done here. I'm done here. I quit. It's so easy to do that. And that does cross our minds. It did. Oh, my God. The amount of conversations that, that, that occurred, yeah. But the point is, it's like, if you believe in something enough, which a lot of the times, if we refer to pump fit, but it's usually ourself, which yeah. we should. We're worth it. We're worth the effort because the feeling that you'll get once you get to the other side of the effort to get there is so insane. Yeah. And it will far... <clears throat> far, far 
overtake the feeling of staying behind. Because, 100%. Because, you know, and I look at that from the inner narrative of being aware of where I was at when I was in the struggle moment mm -hmm. and the cycles and the conversations and the, uh, the loops that kept replaying and replaying and replaying in my head at that time. That was when awareness started to become, a, become and develop, right? I was so aware. At the moment, I remember the first part was like, I'm rock and roll, I'm young, I'm, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm exactly where I need to be in my life right now, I'm just going to live it up and at some point I'm going to grow up and start to get my shit mm -hmm. together and, and reel it in. And then some years went by and it was like, okay, maybe you're at that age now. And I remember then switching the, the monologue, right? It was like, girl, you're so young and you have so much of your life fine. ahead of you, yeah. it's fine. And then it's like, you're, but you're aware that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, otherwise that conversation wouldn't be happening upstairs, right? But why are you running from it then? Why am I running from it? Because I know that it's a lot harder to get out of it than it is to stay in it. And when I say that, I look at like the bar world and I'll be, I'm gonna be very honest with everyone here, right? I think everyone is aware that I used to go crazy. this is the place. This is the place, right? Um, I used to work in a nightclub and I'm not kidding you, every single weekend, sometimes Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we would go nuts. And when I say go nuts, I mean like, balls to the walls. Let's see how much our bodies can take <laughs> while trying to make as much money as we possibly can. Right. While just burning the candle at both ends. And while I was in school, and while I was doing this, like just going crazy. Um, and the thought of stopping that where I was making a shit ton of money, I was having a lot of fun, but somewhere deep down I knew it wasn't good for me to, oh my God, I have to like grow up, get a real job, like stop making, work a lot harder to get a lot less money. Like all of these things are so hard, but that's where I need to be. And that's what I, it's called growing up. Otherwise yeah. the, the other world is a very, very dark, dark, dark space that you can just get sucked spiral. right up into that spiral. It is a spiral, yeah. And man, it was not an easy decision to make, but, but you, 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 your self-awareness kicks in. We did it. And thankfully, fitness fell into my life around the same time and started to give me structure. It started to give me discipline and it started to be a tool for me. And uh, it really helped me um, get out, get out of that spot. It's a thing. It's a thing. So we're listening to a podcast the other day. It was a Tim Ferriss podcast with Chip Wilson or Woodson. It was the founder of Lululemon. Mm -hmm. And he explains that athletics gave him structure in a sense that Very early in his life, at a young age, he quickly realized that having a plan, in this case, a training program, having a schedule and a goal equals results, right? And that's the same thing that's for It's me, It's the same right? thing. Yeah. And I remember learning that lesson through fitness, and I remember graduating college and being like, you know what? Consistency is the only thing I'm missing to learn lessons, right? Because I'm not giving anything enough of a chance to see if I'm worthy <laughs> or to see if I'm good or to see if this is actually something that I should pursue. So I remember going to my counselor and feeling torn because I was just graduating from university uh, with a bachelor's degree in photography, mm -hmm. but yet I had both of my feet and like a finger in photography and both of my feet in fitness, but I've been Uh, like anticipating this point for the last four or five years and like working my way towards this goal mm -hmm. of graduating, getting a job, a job in the photography industry, becoming a retoucher, assisting fashion photographers and traveling the world and da, da, da. But then I'd found like this new thing that I'm like, oh shit, maybe this is really passion. Because this is what I thought I should be doing. My dad's in, a, an artist, my brother's an artist. But he felt family, like crap. But I, I was like working really hard. I was not, I was excelling. I was getting good grades, but I just feel like that's just 
who I am. I'm going to excel at whatever I do. Yeah. Whether it's crocheting, yeah. photography, mm-hmm. or fitness. I'm, yeah. Am I going to enjoy all of them? No. Fitness gave me both. And it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm excelling in this space, but I also fucking love it. Love it. And, and that was like, okay, this is a sign that I need to jump over. And when I became aware of that, I dedicated it. I dove in head first. And then I said, okay, you want to become an athlete? And this is at the beginning for CrossFit, right? Before business, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I want to be, I want to be a game, CrossFit Games athlete back in 2012, 2013, 2014, right? Before we opened PumpFit. But even while we began PumpFit, actually. And I learned so much. And the awareness that I developed through the lessons I'd learned through fitness of myself and my potential and our potential was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when you were super, I think that the word is unhappy. You found the job that you wanted in Miami, you remember that? Mm-hmm. And you were driving, fuck, an hour to get to your job, mm-hmm. doing what you thought that you wanted to do. And every time you come home, you were like, eh, this mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm like, man, they don't do it. It's tough. It's I tough. remember complaining all the time and you looked at me one day and were like, then quit. And I imagine how many people actually in their real lives, they go through the mechanics, they go through the routines, they do the shit that not they love, but the stuff that they basically put their bodies into motion and they follow the motion, right? Because mm-hmm. you leave inertia into motion and next thing you know, you're 50 something. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? This sucks. And, um, and it's tough. It's really tough for you to li- literally look inside. I think that there is a component of uh, uncertainty. Like, okay, I'm gonna get rid of this. I'm gonna let go of this and then jump into that. How the fuck is that gonna go? And that brings a little bit of like fear. It's tough, it's tough. And I think awareness really can, if it starts in the body, right? The, the mental and the, and the spiritual, whatever, awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot harder to get wrap your head around maybe if you're not quite developed in your personal awareness mm-hmm. or self-awareness specter. But once you can develop the body and start to become strong and understand like these formulas, like you yeah. were saying, right? Yeah. For me, it was like, okay, if I want to be an athlete and I want to be able to squat clean and jerk 215 pounds mm-hmm. and I need to backtrack X amount of weeks, lift four sets of three at 75% Man. on Monday, X, Y, Z, right? There's a formula to follow. If I followed the formula and checked every single box, nine times out of ten I would achieve the goal. Yeah. And then it was like, fuck, if I didn't, that was a really tough lesson of failure. But yeah. as an athlete, it was like, failure is not an option. So what do you do? You go back to step one and you do it again until you succeed. And doing that over and over and over again. And a lot of, t- a lot of the times, facing rejection and facing failure in the gym, when you're, when you're training at an athlete's level, like... I know a lot of people only highlight their their best moments, but there's a lot of struggle to the get more, there. Man. There's, there's more, more struggle failure. than highlights. Yeah. Right, to so appreciate the good ones, you've got to accept the bad ones, I say. Um, but it, it was like a, a really interesting lesson of learning that, that it's just a formula. The work you put in is what you get out. Then I started develop, developing strength. Then I felt stronger, not just physically, but mentally. Like, oh, fuck this. I'm a badass. I can do this. And my confidence went up. Then the, the discipline was improved. Then, you know, the integrity of being true to who I was. I remember I used to cheat my reps at the beginning. And I think that is a huge point that we should talk about, right? It's like, when we are aware, for me, the, pers- the f- I used to be really aware of what others thought. 
and now I'm just like hyper aware of what I think. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, yeah. I used to cheat my reps thinking I want people to think that I'm better. No, now, I'm if I it. cheat my reps, I'm not going to sleep. Uh-huh. Like, I'm going and how I'm going to feel like <clears throat> shit. But that's personal development because I'm a better person now that I give a shit about that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. But it's interesting because I think we mentioned it before about ego. Why do you think people cheat their reps? And do you think awareness and ego have any kind of? Yeah, I think I think that people do that. Not only cheat their reps and just are untrue to themselves. Because we live in a society where everyone wants to look good, right? And you want to look good because everyone is on fleek, meaning everyone is putting their best self out there. And when I say that, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook. You see everyone on the... They post every single time that they do something cool on their trip. They don't post the shit that goes on. You know what I mean? Uh, At work, they post the achievements. Then don't post whenever they got knocked down. Or whenever you're training, they post the PRs, the personal bests. They don't post whenever they got wrecked by a weight or they got smoked by a workout or an injured. So we live in a society where people are conditioned to say or to think, I have to look good to my peers no matter what, even though that's not me. Um, and that's where it comes from. It's about this uh, egotistic society that we live in. It's you got to show your best self always. And by not showing your best self, you're losing. Which nowadays, I guess that we know that that's not what's up. But you know why I think we know that? And I think this is something that just came to me that could be something really valuable for others to to take away from. Is I think that I used to operate in that mindset. Right. Before I found my purpose. Before I came aware of my purpose, I wasn't aware of who I was. Or like what I was supposed to be doing. So I would just do anything. Does that make sense? Right. Once I became aware, all right, my purpose is X, Y, and Z, then I don't, then you start to give less of a fuck of what other people think because it's a feeling that's internal that is your purpose. I'm, this is exactly what I'm here to do and this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So no matter what, and if I don't, I'm gonna like shrivel up and die. You know, like once people can become aware of who they are, what they want in life, what they don't want in life, then they are gonna be, able to become far more able to find their reason to become that you know that i agree i agree and the it also comes with age just like we spoke about mm-hmm. that this those of self-awareness come with age because it gets to a point where you just don't give a fuck right yeah what people think about you uh about how you dress or about uh the judgment and i'm not saying don't give a fuck about how people will take your actions or attitudes. That's part of self-awareness that we're gonna speak about. But it's a, it's a lot of the, I don't care what you're gonna think. Meaning, if you're being judgmental to myself, for no reason. Um, and of course, there is a uh, awareness out of it that is exactly what we started this podcast with, which is, um, we have to be, we have to check our reactions. We have to check our attitudes and responses to the world around us and uh, be self-aware to an extent where you know that you're doing good and you know they're fulfilling your purpose without hurting anyone around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure our lighting Make sure that we got good lighting. Yeah, it was yeah. a little dark. Sun's gone. No, I think you're 100% correct and whenever we're trying to do things because of the external yeah. rather than the internal. It oh. becomes really, really you hard. You lose yourself. You do lose yourself. 
But again, that's because you don't know who you are and you've never given yourself enough time to look inward and figure out what it is you, what you want in life and what your purpose is, you know? And what do you need to do to get yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I say that a lot. It's like, if we, this is really heavy, but if we're all aware that we're going to die, mm-hmm. people will try and are like, oh, don't talk about death. No, let's talk about it. Because maybe that'll push us to do more of what we want to fucking do mm-hmm. and not live a miserable life. Mm-hmm. And life's, you know, being rich doesn't mean that you're having a great life, by the way. You can have a miserable life when you're rich. But that's so this topic that I'm going to go and into. you can have a great life when you're, when you're poor. Rich. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is the topic I want to go into. But like, and this is where I think uh, we spoke about this before, about the struggle and the quote from Kobe Bryant about having lack of, nothing in common with lazy people that blame others for the lack of success, right? I understand that life can tear a lot of people down in other ways, right? A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people get dealt a really shitty, 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 shitty yeah. hand of cards. And that's horrible. I hate that. No one deserves anything more than others. But, you know, whenever I've come across people in life or in my, in my experience of meeting amazing people through my career, I've met some people that have been dealt some really shitty hands. Horrible. And they are probably some of the most fulfilled, happiest. Aware. Aware. Most, grateful, most, most of all, yeah. kind, generous people that I've ever met. They make me feel like a shitty human being. For complaining. For complaining. Mm-hmm. And then I meet people also often that are just miserable. But it's all self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. And it's not my place to try and tell them that. That's a journey that they've got to be on their own, right? Which is the self-awareness. And that's something that I remember having a conversation with you with, which is like, no one's going to tell you when you're acting out. When we're adult, when you're a child, someone's going to call you out for your behavior. Yeah. When you're an adult, no one's going to tell you. They might talk about it behind your back if they're a dick with them amongst the rest of their peers, but yeah. no one's going to tell you to your face that you're too much. No one's going to tell you that you're too intense. No one's going to tell you that, you know, you are really sensitive or you're, you're selfish or you're not aware of the fact that uh, people, I don't know, shit, or you're messy. Like, people aren't going to tell you these things, yeah. right? True. You have to be able to be aware of yourself enough to make a change. But how do you do that? Because you have to look at the way that your behavior is affecting other people. How you're responding and to that the being, external yeah. factors. And I hate that sometimes that I am hyper aware of others to the point that it actually becomes a fault. Right? Like, mm-hmm. I hate it. Not a fault. It becomes a... Um, it becomes a little trap because it, it puts you in situations. Me. Oh my God, I hate yeah. it. I'm so aware of other people's feelings when we walk into a room. I can feel the energy. I can feel exactly how someone's feeling. I can, they don't even need to speak. And that's been an issue between you and I. Yeah. Because you are on one end of the spectrum and maybe I'm on the other end or somewhere on the other side. But um, you pick up stuff and then... I'm an empath, man. You... Whoa. RV life, you know RV what I'm life. saying? So you pick up stuff that I don't pick up, but I'm okay not picking that up because in my mind I'm like, yeah, we're all humans. We're all out here trying to make it happen. Some people are going to like some stuff, some people won't. But at the end of the day, ultimately, we shall all move on. Yeah. I'm just really sensitive to the fact, and I'm aware of the fact that I'm hypersensitive. I'm aware of the fact that I am someone that likes to please others. I like to serve others. But you know, as I get older, I become very aware of questioning those traits and wondering, as much as that in, on the surface it seems like I'm helping other people, it's a selfish trait because it makes me feel good. Right? It right. makes me feel good to help other people. It makes me feel good to elevate and lift these people up. 
I guess it's a better trait to have than a, another one, but you know. In many situations, while trying to help someone else, you put us in a tough spot because yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on? And I'm then too we, selfless. We go, and I'm like, not that I we don't We don't need care. to explain the situation, but let's give an example. I almost gave our bedroom away and slept on a bed. And <laughs> no, 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 no. No, slept on the a floor. A bad example. A bad example. A okay, bad example. Okay. So we went to this little getaway with a bunch of friends, uh, a couple of friends that we know, and another couple. Oh. Was there more people there? Or six of us? There was six of us. There you go. Um, that we didn't know, that we met on that trip. So anyways, uh, they were vegan, which is totally fine. It's perfectly fine. I like steak. I like animal products. They don't. Cool. Awesome. We like music. We like a bunch of other shit together. So we're talking about making dinner, right? And I said, oh, breakfast. And it was at night. And I said something like, oh, man, tomorrow's going to be awesome. I'm going to cook the craziest eggs that you guys have ever eaten. And I can cook any style eggs you can pick. Just make sure that you put your order under your door uh, in the morning. That I'm and you take said bacon, it. eggs and bacon. Eggs and bacon. Yeah, yeah, eggs and bacon. And I'm going to cook however you want it. If it's scramble over meat and whatever it is, I can cook it. And then Hannah looks at me and she goes, don't fucking I'm say like, that because they're vegan. And I'm like, crap. why did you say that? I'm like, what? And that was tough. We, we, we actually had a little spark. There. Yeah. But then, in that moment, right, I caught myself, though. Remember? And I, yes, if you don't say you remember right now, I might have to, like, <laughs> kick the butt head butt you. I remember in that moment hating it because when we had talked about it later, I'm like, I hate the fact that I am hyper aware of the fact that I think that's really rude. <laughs> but it's not. Paolo is trying to be, and then if, you, if I stop and become aware of the fact that I'm just hypersensitive to that, this guy's trying to cater and offer to make everyone breakfast the next day. It didn't even cross his mind that the only thing he offered were not vegan. Should it cross my mind? Yeah. When you I, know didn't know vegan? The I didn't really know yeah. that they were vegan. Yeah, he did. No, baby, hang yeah, on. Yeah, he did. Hang on a second. Yeah, he did. Parenthesis. Yeah, he did. I did as in... As <laughs> I in, can't wait. No, 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 no. I did as in we're all driving, and maybe in a conversation, someone mentioned vaguely, oh, yeah, by the way, they're vegan. They don't eat animal products. Okay, cool. And we continue talking. So six hours later, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to make everyone breakfast. Eggs and bacon. Yeah. Comment below. I'll leave that one there. Comment below. <laughs> if you would be offended by someone offering you breakfast, all you got to say is, dude, I don't even, I don't really eat that, but I'll eat some uh, avocados and cherry Yeah, tomatoes. I am curious. I don't, see, this is where I, like, question myself. And yeah. I, I question it because, uh, I don't know, I'll bet one of the batteries are going to shit right. that soon. But that's a great example, right? And this is, this is actually probably a great opportunity for us to to kind of wrap it up a little bit, right? Yeah. Which is about awareness and self-awareness is critical for every single human being. Agreed. And every single person, it's intangible. You don't need to be rich. You don't need to, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what job you have. Awareness is something that is priceless and that every single person can work on to become a better person for yourself yeah. and for the people around you. Yeah, and it doesn't matter your background, it doesn't matter the experiences, the cultural challenges that shaped your past and shaped your reality. Um, it's something that I am currently trying to work on. I have some personal issues that I want to work on about the person that I am, the stuff that I do, the stuff that I say, the stuff that I don't do or don't say. And that comes with um, a big, uh, comes with a tall order. Because once you start looking inward and saying, holy shit, I, I can make changes here and there. Because maybe you come from a background where 
your family or your friends, it's not really a topic that is discussed. But I guess in this industry of wellness and health and mental uh, 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 health, it's something that's part of what we do. It's part of what we consume daily. It's part of what we try to put out there in the world. And the least that we can do is take a little bit for ourselves and swallow that pill as well. And I will say this to that point, right? And I think that it's important that people understand that. And maybe something that I faulted on is that you can't push someone to be to pursue a personal journey, right? Like I've been doing a lot of reading, I think reading a lot of books for years on personal development. You really have. You know, and, and just trying to become better because naturally I'm not a good person, I think. Naturally I'm a ticking time bomb. You know, I don't communicate nicely. I naturally I'm 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 a I'm a fiery hot fucking ball of fire, baby. And it comes at a price and I'm aware of that. And I am aware that if I don't control my communication, I don't control my emotions, then it can have a lasting effect on the people that I care about. And it's not because I'm a bad person. It usually comes from a really like passionate, loving place, but um, I'm hot and fiery and I'm aware of that too. So I think that it's important that everyone is kind to themselves, right? Like understanding and accepting who you are doesn't mean that you need to dislike yourself to make a change. It's just being aware of the fact that who you are does affect other people too, right? So I remember in our, our heated conversations about subjects on such, such as this, I remember thinking, man, I'm putting so much work in. I wish he would too. And I almost regret that thought because I think that if you push someone to there, then maybe they'll be looking for the wrong things, right? Whereas if someone finds that space on their own or reads a book that triggers something, then they're much more likely to make an authentic change, you know? I agree, I agree. From personal experience, I know that uh, we've had situations where you wanted me to do something Related to this and not, fitness was one of them. You try and push me to it so many times and I was so reluctant saying, get the fuck out of here, let me make my own choices. And finally, when you stopped flaunting in front of my head, in front of my face, I crossed the door by myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. For myself. And I think that that goes the same. Um, yeah, good thought, babe. Yeah, really good thought. Yeah. And uh, I think ultimately, once we can all understand that our life is our own choice, and our attention to developing our awareness for our situation, for ourselves, for others, for everything in our life, is that to us. And if we're unhappy with where we're at, then it's totally on us to make a change, you know? 100%. There's one saying that you said before, and I read it in the book, and uh, lately it has made a lot of sense to me, and I keep telling myself when I wake up, is that today will be exactly what you make of it. Think about that, right? Yeah. Today is exactly what you're going to make of it. And uh, talking about self-awareness, something that I've been struggling with is to kind of align my emotions and control my emotions and have a, have a better hold of my emotions lately. Um, and this is one thing that I try to kind of keep in the back of my mind when I wake up. Yeah, and to maybe a little two cents to leave you guys thinking is like next time something occurs that is a stressor or is yeah. a problem, Yeah. Rather than focusing on the problem, focus on the solution. Yeah, yeah. There's a book that we're both reading called The Obstacles the Way by Ryan Holiday. Mm -hmm. um, and he says something that Marcus Aurelius, the um, Roman emperor, the last one of the five good emperors said, which is something like this. It's, uh, 
that that is the problem today will be the way tomorrow. So if you're faced with some challenge shit, understand that it's in your life for a reason. And once you get out of it, whatever it is that you have to do, evolve, change, become better, uh, shake it off. Whatever it is that you have to do to get over it is going to shape you next for the next stuff that's going to happen to you. That's right. right? Guys, thank you so much for listening. This is just us sharing our thoughts, babbling around. Yep. Uh, Hopefully this can help you, listener, or whoever's around you, whoever that you can kind of point in the right direction to make a change, stay the same, or to pursue better things in life. That's right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. And we'll see you next time.